Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Meet Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent some time, first hour, talking about Tom Brady, apparently playing the entire season on a knee that needed surgery, a fully torn MCL. Having had a fully torn MCL, you can play on it. You can walk on it. I played basketball on it. Now, it doesn't mean that it's torn from the bone. It's just... It, it, it's a it's a full tear, and it won't heal on its own. You know, a partially torn can heal on its own. Fully torn, from what I'm told, that cannot. But uh, having done pretty much the checklist of, uh, I had the microfracture surgery, I had ACL damage, MCL, cartilage damage, and uh, eventually had a replacement knee. So kind of an expert on all of this. And then I wondered... Brady's pretty private about all of this stuff. Why is it coming out now, five months after the Super Bowl? Isn't this the kind of thing if you wanted it to get out, if you're Brady's camp, it gets out right after the Super Bowl? But maybe, you know, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Times did a great job investigative reporting here, and somebody leaked this information to him, and uh, we find out that Tom Brady had played the entire season on a uh, torn MCL. Yes, Eaton. Is this the kind of thing, though, that if you're Tom Brady in his camp, you want to get out? Yes. I don't think you do. Because there, there are people now who are like, Tom Brady cheating again. Another cheating <laughs> scandal. With the, playing <laughs> fast and loose with the rules. <laughs> Typical Brady. Um, 
I think it benefits Brady. I, I don't think – and look, you're seeing the tweets. I'm not. And maybe, you know, people are like, oh, hiding the information there, which is true. But maybe learn this in New England where I don't have to tell anybody anything. Nothing to see here. It's not like you go, man, Tom's really slowed down. <laughs> there, there was nothing <laughs> where you go, man, what's wrong with him? What happened to the explosiveness we, we knew in New England? <laughs> because when, when we saw Drew Brees' arm, I said, he's got damage in his shoulder. And that was a couple of years ago. And we find out, yes, he did have damage in his shoulder. Peyton Manning. We knew that he didn't have a strong arm when he went to Denver. He had damage in that shoulder. Cam Newton, when he was throwing and the way he was throwing, I said, he's not back from and having had a surgically repaired shoulder. I know what that feeling is like just to throw a football in the backyard. He's trying to throw it in an NFL game. I'm a game of operation. I think if, if Fritzy and I combined all of our surgeries. We cover pretty much everybody. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah, I was running down all of my surgeries, and then uh, Paulie goes, yeah, but you also had that surgery on your hand. I go, oh, that's right, I did. I had that surgery. It's just, but I'm done. No more surgeries here. We're just carving up the uh, sports world is what we do. Yes, Paul. I don't remember this was a bad injury, but I remember we were in the old studio, and you were goofing around to basketball, and you went to get a loose ball. And your knee went into the corner of the wall that yeah. juts out. Yeah. And you turned around and your face went white because it hit right on your kneecap. Yep. And you're like, it's done. That knee's done. That yeah. knee's done. Because I, th- I don't know if you remember this, Dan, but you looked at me like, I, I may need help. I may need help. You kind of said it under your breath. Yeah. And then you went and sat down and I, you were seeing stars. Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. That was nuts. Yes. And I wasn't looking at Dan Etz. Uh, I was in trouble. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I was in trouble. But if you've had these surgeries, then you know when something's wrong and something's different. And but you were disappointed to find out that it wasn't actually like a patella tear and you didn't need surgery. It was yeah. just a welt. Yeah. Like it was just a, man, that really hurts. I thought, ah, I can't add to my resume here. Yeah. How many other uh, radio hosts are coming in after they've had shoulder surgery? Now, that's kind of a, a forgotten category. We should have an injury report list that we put out. So if, if Romy wants to do it and Colin... Some other Doug Gottlieb, I think, just tore his ACL. You know, I got to give him credit. He's still doing his show there. Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen uh, is in COVID protocol here. Really? Yes. Yeah. You know, this is kind of an undercovered story here. Yeah. <laughs> it should stay that way, too. Uh, playoff series are all about momentum, and you have game five, Suns and Bucks, at Saturday night. Can you go back, McLovin, and find out? Are, have we had traditionally had N- NBA Finals games on a Saturday night? Because it, it always felt like there was a Sunday game. For some reason, when I was covering the NBA Finals, doesn't Sunday seem like, and, and I guess this has been planned by the NBA, of this is when they're going to have the dates, but I just don't remember a Saturday night NF, uh, NBA game in the Finals. It always felt like it was a Sunday night game. Maybe something's changed here, but do you have any information? Uh, looking for it now. I'm going to look up games like the Brian Russell push. Like Those feel like they were all on Sundays. I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure they were in the middle of the week. But, but I don't know if yeah. games were played on Saturday yeah. night. I just I'm don't. looking into it right now. Because that's usually where if you want to throw a game in a, in a time slot where nobody's going to really see it, doesn't it seem like it's Friday or Saturday? Yes, Todd. 
Is it possible that they don't want to have more than three days off between games? I don't know how that affects ratings one way or another, but I'm wondering if there's anything about, you know, would they really need that would be four days between games just to make sure it's on a Sunday? Yeah, but I don't know if that really matters. If you're really looking forward to a game, then you're going to go, oh, okay, they're, they're playing. And there have been times when I covered the NBA Finals where I go, man, why do we have to travel to this place and we have three days off before they're going to be able to play a game. But, uh, you know, that block by Giannis in game four, is that something that carries over when they get to, uh, to Phoenix and Phoenix has the home court advantage, you know, and, and you start to think about this one week from today, we're either going to be celebrating the greatness of Giannis and a two-time MVP who has an NBA championship at the age of 26. That doesn't happen very often. Two-time MVP, and you've won an NBA championship at age 26, and you've overcome an injury that we had former players who thought he would be done for the playoffs. Or it could be Chris Paul. Now, this could be, hey, Chris Paul moves into a different category with an NBA championship. Or, uh, Chris Paul, once again, can't win the big one. Uh, I don't think we'll penalize Giannis. I think we'll penalize Chris Paul because Giannis has played great. But Chris Paul has home court advantage, and he had a subpar game four. Um, you know, is the he? It felt like he started out so great, and now like dim, diminishing returns here. But this is really about Chris Paul. I think the rest of this series, if Giannis wins. You know, that puts him in a, a really elite company. Could you find out from uh, from the guys who give us stats there, McLovin, how many times we've had a player have two MVPs and win an, an NBA championship at age 26? Wow. Because I don't know how many you're going to find. Are there, well, are there any? <laughs> I don't know if there I, I truly don't know. Because Bird was older when he had MVPs and won a championship. Yeah, Paul. I was thinking LeBron, when he got to Miami, I think he arrived there at 26, and he did not win it in his first year. He won it in his second and third. Is that yeah. correct? He was 27 when he got his first title in Miami. I'm going to see how many MVPs he had. You'd think he'd have two at that point? And I don't know if uh, Kareem had two MVPs before because he won a championship uh, early in his career in Milwaukee. He'd only been there a couple of years. But... Yeah, I'm just curious. A, a Saturday night game in the NBA Finals and a player who has two MVPs and a title by the age of 26? Yes, Todd? For Paul, fair or not, if he has an off-shooting night and or has the, the turnover deal over these next couple of games, that choke title could be uh, hung around his neck, whether you think that's fair or not. I think these next couple of games are going to be very telling. Well, Richard Jefferson mentioned this yesterday where he said, you know, you're going to start hearing that is Chris Paul choking. Uh you know, this is going to be really fun, really interesting. Um, but this is, to me, on Chris Paul. Win or lose, it's on Chris Paul. He's going to get lauded. Uh, he's going to get the applause. He's going to get put into a different category if he wins a championship. Yeah, Paul. LeBron got an MVP in Cleveland at 25, another MVP, league MVP, in 26, at age 26 in Miami. But then he got his title at 27. So he had two MVPs league MVPs, okay. and at his first title at 27 years old. 
but we don't have anybody who's won two MVPs. We're, we're checking. I got Bill Russell is right between 26 and 27 for a second MVP, and I'm assuming it had gotten two titles. But their sports radar is looking into it now. But Russell looked like he was right at that cusp. Well, which makes sense. Yeah, Russ definitely won championships. Yeah, yeah, but he I think he won is he was like 26 27 when he won his second MVP. He won 5 MVPs in total. Man. I mean, Obviously, you would uh, whatever I hear record I go Wilt, but Wilt only won two titles his whole career, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and he won those later in his career. Wow. That's pretty select company, but but a week from today, it's either Chris Paul, enjoy the celebration, or Chris Paul can't get it done. It's not fair to him. But but this is this is what comes with that. Hey, he's one of the great point guards of all time. But it might not be, and it's not all on Chris Paul, but I think, like Devin Booker, this is a coming out party for him. Coming off 42 points. You know, he's on that cusp as well. You know, he's not an MVP candidate as far as regular season. But, you know, Giannis, I think, will be applauded unless he somehow goes, you know, 0 for 10 from the line and he has a subpar performance scoring altogether, then maybe. But it feels like Giannis has become almost untouchable in this in this series because of what he's done so far. Still got three games, or at least the potential for three more games. Yeah, Paul. You were talking about Saturday Night NBA Finals. You're right. It just started about five years ago with Cavs, Warriors. They stretched out the hmm. finals to give a little more rest to players. But historically, finals games have been on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Yeah, that's what I thought. Until about 2016. We're keeping an eye on the Open Championship. And, of course, uh, interesting comments by Bryson DeChambeau yesterday. And uh, he had this to say about his driver. If I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But again, with the driver right now, the driver sucks. It's uh, not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it uh, good on the miss hits. And, uh, you know, I'm living on the razor's edge like I've told people for a long time. And it's quite finicky for me because it's uh, a golf course that's, that's pretty short. And so when I hit driver up there and it doesn't necessarily go in the fairway, it's right in the first cut or whatever, or it's in, in the uh, uh, hay, it's tough for me to get it out onto the green and control that. Uh, but when it's in the middle of the fairway, like I had it on 18, I was able to hit a nice shot in there to 11 feet and almost made birdie. Okay. A good craftsman never blames his tool. Now, he had a tough round, and he should say, look, it's on me, not the driver. Well, as you might expect, uh, the folks at Cobra, they make that driver. They weren't pleased <laughs> with Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, ben Showman is uh, the guy who has designed Bryson DeChambeau's driver. And uh, he said that everybody is bending over backwards. We got multiple guys in research and development who are trying to get this and get it into the pipeline faster. Bryson knows that. It's just really, really painful when he says something that's stupid. Then he goes on to say, now this is the guy who works for the company, makes the driver for Bryson. He has never really been happy ever. Like, it's very rare when he's happy, Showman said. Now he's in a place where he's swinging a five-degree driver with 200 miles per hour of ball speed. Everybody's looking for a magic bullet. Well, the magic bullet becomes harder and harder to find the faster you swing and the lower your loft gets. Um, that didn't go well. 
Now, DeChambeau has since backtracked, walked it back because, some pro- you know, somebody probably said, uh, you know, that's your sponsor there. Uh, OK, DeChambeau being petty. That doesn't surprise me. I think the comments from the person from Cobra, like that's where Cobra has to say, you know what? We 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 make a great driver, and I know that he he he'll have other comments to say. I think he's just frustrated. The fact that you're going to go scorched earth on Bryson DeChambeau, like I wouldn't do that. I would just say, you know what? We're going to talk to Bryson. You know, we'll figure this out. But uh, he didn't have any problem with this same driver. First of all, you shouldn't be using a damn driver on that golf course to begin with. If you hit it so damn far, you can't put it in the fairway. How about course management there? Yeah, see. Yeah, but Dan, when you're living on the razor's edge, oh, as he's told us many times okay. before. You know, I got a suggestion for him. How about you switch to an epic driver by Callaway? Oh, oh come on. Oh, look at you. Oh, oh, oh. Too soon? Too soon? Callaway, the uh, epic drivers, the epic uh, Max LS, that's what the pros use there. Explore epic drivers at callawaygolf.com slash epic. Uh DJ in Nebraska. Then we'll take a break. We're going to talk to uh, Brandel Chambly of the Golf Channel. See what he makes of this. Uh, yes, DJ, what's on your mind? Hey, DP, love the show. Thanks, sir. Hey, I think it's time to just sit Bryson down and make him watch a bunch of Tiger Woods interviews because, you know, something like that, Tiger would never, no matter how bad he played, bash his sponsors. He's just way too smart for that. Oh, I don't but want him. No, no, no. I don't want him to be like Tiger when it comes to interviews. There's there's too many guys <laughs> who are boring. I, I love this. Are you kidding me, DJ? If he didn't say anything yesterday, I'd have to fill this time with something else. But thank you for the phone call. Yeah. No, I want Bryson to be angry here. I want Cobra to come back and be angry at Bryson DeChambeau. Absolutely. All right, uh, we'll come back. We'll spend a little time with Brandle Chambly of the Golf Channel. What's he make of this with Bryson DeChambeau? You know, I have to understand, you have this, it's five-degree loft. Now, a normal driver might be nine or ten. You know, a lot of forgiveness there. There's no wiggle room with him swinging this fast. They built what he wanted. He's the one that is, is the problem, not the club. Well, it's the guy who just fired his caddy a couple of weeks ago. Like, there's bigger issues here. Called the pressure of being great every single time you're supposed to be great. That's the difference. Yes, Paul. Driver not working. Bryson Matt. <laughs> we'll take a break. Uh, 17 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Got the Traeger grills fired up. It is a meat Friday. And in case you're wondering, what's on the menu? Grilled Chicago dogs. What's on a grilled Chicago dog? Lots of fun stuff. Mm, Tomatoes, too much. mustard, peppers, Relish. onions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Celery salt. I asked for the chili cheese dogs today. Uh, bacon wrapped hot dogs. And we also have tater tots there. Uh, that's, that's what we have on the meat Friday menu with the Traeger. I could actually control the Traeger grill from this desk right now. No, I could, Paul. From there? Yeah, right wow. here. They have Wi-Fi technology. And what that means, I have the Traeger app, so I could, if I wanted to, go to the app, and I could see the temperature, and I could say, I'm going to raise the temperature a little bit. I'm going to lower the temperature a little bit. You can monitor what you're cooking. You can change grill settings while you're out doing yard work or hosting a national radio show that gets nominated for sports Emmys. Yes, you can do it. Six-in-one versatility with that Traeger grill. 
Traeger, if I wasn't already married, I might, I might go out with the Traeger grill right now. I, I might. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. More phone calls coming up. Did we settle on a poll question, McLovin? Yeah, we put up, if you're an NFL coach, would you lie about injuries or would you follow the rules? 73% say they would lie despite the risk of fine. Yeah, because we've seen the Steelers, the Lions, the Dolphins in the last couple of years, they were fined, you know, upwards of $100,000 for not giving full disclosure there on uh, on injuries. And it's funny, it was all three were quarterback situations, so that's obviously the big one. Randall Chambly, the uh, lead Golf Channel analyst, and uh, you can watch each day on Golf Channel alongside Justin Leonard and Rich Lerner. They have live coverage of the Open Championship at Royal St. George's Golf Club, and uh, that will continue across all the NBC platforms. Golf Channel, Peacock, live coverage, second round currently airing on Golf Channel. Uh, by the way, uh, Brandel Chambly, I believe, picked uh, Colin Morikawa to win the Open Championship. Let me start there. Was that your uh, pick? Because that's a good pick right now. Well, I appreciate that. I, I think I'm like two for 197 picking on Wednesday night since I started picking players. But, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate that. I'll, I'll ride this wave while I can. Well, this is a guy who's making his debut in an Open Championship. And I know he played in the Scottish Open. I just don't know how much prep time you need when you play courses like this, Brandel, uh, I mean, that that's pretty quick turnaround to all of a sudden be playing well on a golf course like this. Yeah, it used to be that you needed a lot of prep time, but not anymore. I mean, they have things called Google Earth and they can sort of plot out their um, their misses left and right around a golf course. He doesn't have misses, really. He doesn't have big misses, that's for sure. And then you add to the fact that uh, the golf course is a little softer than it normally plays. So I think that mitigates some of the experience you might need to have around there. What is it like, though, that the, the, the shots you have to have, you have to have imagination, I would think. But well, yeah, right. Yeah, well, typically at an open, they, the course goes out and back. So you'll, you know, you'll have a left to right wind going out, say, and then a right to left coming back in. So you'll need to hold the ball into a left to right win and then work it with a right to left win. So you'll have to be able to work the ball both directions. This golf course just goes around in circles, not like all the other, it seems like uh, rotation courses, but it, mostly you have to play shots that are through different windows. You know, you gotta, and, and Colin Morikawa was talking about that. So unlike most courses in most weeks on the PGA tour in the United States, you got to work the ball up and down, left to right, right to left. So, and, and you have the best ball striker in the world right now leading the event. What happened to Phil Mickelson? <laughs> you know, really, I, I think that's more apropos to say about the PGA Championship. <laughs> I mean, he's only had he's only had one event all year long where he was better than I think twenty first. He hasn't had a top twenty all year long except for one week where he just woke up and played like Phil Mickelson when he was uh, twenty five years old. We well, shot an eighty the first day. Well, look, the worst part about this golf course is that the rough is really, really thick. And even Bryson DeChambeau earlier in the week was talking about the need to find fairways here. Bryson hasn't talked about the need to find fairways since he's been on tour, but he said so this week. Phil, as we know, typically drives it all over the lot. You get in this rough, you cannot recover. Well, and that brings us to Bryson DeChambeau, and he was critical of the uh, the driver, not not the person who is 
the driver of the driver. But um, how surprised were you that DeChambeau threw Cobra under the bus? Never seen anything like it, uh, ever. Uh, I mean, maybe there's been a time or two where players had problems with equipment, but, you know, those things happen behind closed doors and they go sort them out. But, you know, he switched drivers. This is not the driver that he won the U.S. Open with. He switched drivers from when he won the U.S. Open. And this is just really poor planning on his part. He should have gone to the event with seven or eight different heads where he could have switched them out if he was having a problem with this, with this new driver. And because of COVID restrictions, his whole equipment team couldn't be there. So, you know, this is, this would be like you having an off show and blaming it on the Danettes or your producers or something. Uh, it was, uh, it, it was bizarre. I never, I never heard anything like it. If I, if I owned that equipment company, he wouldn't be playing my equipment next week. I don't think. Wait, you're saying not to blame my guys when we have a bad show? Oh, okay. All right. Where, where were you a decade ago, Bryce? Oh, I'm here to help, man. Um, and the one thing that I thought of with uh, DeChambeau was, why are you hitting a driver on this course to begin with? It's not a long, it's not a long course, and it's about accuracy. I, you know, sometimes you have to, you bought into the show that you've created or that people want to see. If he goes up there with, you know, a three iron, you know, the gallery is going to be going, oh, he doesn't have the driver. Like, is he bought into, hey, you came to see me swing uh, 200 miles an hour and my arms may fall off? Yeah. Hey, listen, if, and it's a great point, you know, if he hits irons down there and he can hit his three iron almost 300 yards. So if he hits iron down there and he's in the same place as everybody else, he's still going to have two clubs less than everybody else into the green. He'll still have the trajectory and spin rate. Uh, so in a lot of aspects, from a strategy standpoint and from just an equipment uh, structure standpoint, uh, this is all on him. And throw his equipment company under the bus, which, by the way, I made some calls yesterday to equipment companies, talked to various engineers. The engineer at Cobra who designs equipment, this fellow by the name of Tom Olofsky, He's sort of renowned as one of the smartest, if not the smartest engineer in golf, in all of golf. Uh, so completely through his equipment company and the engineers under the bus. All that being said, DeChambeau is great for the sport. Like he, he does give you a tune-in factor. As, as, as much as I love Jordan Spieth, he doesn't have the tune-in factor that Bryson DeChambeau does. Phil has tune-in. How many guys would you say true tune-in factor that maybe somebody's on the periphery of being a golf fan? How many, how many golfers? Yeah, look, Phil moved the needle. Obviously, Tiger in a, an unprecedented way. Uh, but Spieth definitely moves the needle, believe okay. it or not. He, he absolutely, in this country, moves the needle. Rory moves the needle. But – Bryson is compelling in a lot of different aspects. Not only has he done something nobody's done, incorporate long-distance moves into his golf swing and, and then improve his driving in a, a crazy way, he, he's messy. He makes mistakes. He, he, he yells at reporters and, and cameramen for not protecting his image. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's socially awkward in the media center. He wants to tell you how much he knows, kind of like Phil, but Phil does it in a funny way. And Bryson does it in, I don't even know. I don't know how you describe it. Smug, ridiculous. Um, he makes mistakes all the time off of the golf course. <laughs> they're not colossal mistakes. They're, they're clumsy mistakes. It's entertaining as hell. Are, are you team Kepka or team DeChambeau? <laughs> Listen, when I thought when Kepka was calling him out on social media and asking people to go out and heckling, I thought Kepka crossed the line. I like Kepka. 
I, I really enjoy listening to him most of the time. I love his golf game. He's James Dean to Bryson's Eddie Haskell. Uh, I, you know, Bryson is rubbing me. It, it's tough to it's tough to pull for Bryson when he's acting like this. It really is. <laughs> By the way, Spieth was my pick. So, oh, nice pick. Yeah. I, look, of all the people on that leaderboard, everybody's got some weakness. Almost, almost everybody is dealing with some weakness. Uh, he's the one right now that doesn't really have a weakness. He's driving it better than he has. He's an unbelievable iron player. And unlike Morikawa, uh, like Morikawa's not a great putter. Louis Eustazen's not a great ball striker. Spieth is great at everything. I saw where Terrell Hatton broke his uh, iron on 18. I don't know if it was a wedge or whatever it was, but he, but he, he stepped on it a couple of times and then snapped it. Uh, what's the worst meltdown you ever saw on a golf course? I was playing with a guy once who uh, we were riding a cart. So uh, he had to take, you know, a handful of uh, clubs over to his spot where he was chipping. This is a tour player. Um, and he hit a poor chip and then he took his wedge and decapitated all the irons at his feet. There were about five or six of them. It's just like <laughs> click, 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 click. And they were all popping in the air. And like in, in, like in, in a, in a say, we said like seven or eight holes of play. You know, he, he literally had no irons left after he was done. It was hilarious. Uh, gosh. Um, you know, you, I saw a guy, uh, well, one of my buddies, Dudley Hart, he, uh, back when they used to measure how far you hit it off of the tee with the lines and not meters, right? So there was always somebody in the fairway who would walk off your drive and the, the yardage started at 250, whatever. And Dudley uh, ha- had one of the worst tempers ever on tour. And so he hits this drive on a driving hole that hits a tee or hits a tree right off the tee. And it comes back like 20 yards in front of us. Okay. And I wish I could stand up and give you this, but out out 250 yards away is a volunteer with a clipboard and he's meant to walk this off. So now he starts taking these exaggerated big steps from 250 as if he's going to walk 230 yards back to the tee, Right. And so he's giving it this, you know, with the clipboard and Dudley Hart sees him coming and Dudley's just like a volcano ready to explode. And he just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Just give me effing 50 yards. <laughs> Just give me effing 50 yards. He's, you know, he's giving it this. It was one of the damn funniest things I've ever seen. Didn't Rory throw a driver into the pond one time? He threw a, yeah, Bay Hill one year, uh, he threw a three iron into the pond, you know, right out in the middle of it. It was a great throw. It was a great throw. Uh, and it was on Donald Trump's golf course. Donald had it fished out, and he came up on our set the next day and gave it to us. Uh, any updates on Tiger Woods? No, I've heard nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I look, I'm like you. I mean, you call doctors, you ask, you know, what, what the probability is of him coming back. And all of them say the same thing, that it just depends on this one particular bone in his foot. If it shattered it, he's probably done. If it, if it was a clean break, he could probably come back. That's all I've heard. And that's just from doctors, not from Tiger's camp, obviously. Always great to talk to you. Uh, give my best to uh, Justin and uh, Rich Learning. Yeah, thank I'll you, buddy. It. Thanks. Always nice talking to you, Dan. Take That's uh, Brandel Chambly, the lead golf channel analyst. He's not afraid. Always got strong opinions. Coverage of the Open Championship all weekend long. You got NBC, Golf Channel, Peacock. Live coverage of the second round currently going on on Golf Channel. And uh, the weekend coverage begins at 7 a.m. Eastern on NBC. Peacock Premium also stream all coverage. Yes, Paul. This is going to sound like a dumb question, but I'm not a high-end golfer. 
Why do you think golf is such a um, temper tantrum filled sport? It seems like golfers do this a lot. Is is it the silence? Is it the mind games? Well, it's just you. And Can't blame a teammate. No. Well, sometimes you blame your caddy, or in this case, you blame your equipment. But I I just think it's it it's a, the hardest sport to be perfect in. You can go 10 for 10 from the floor and 10 for 10 from the line. You can't do any better than that. That didn't mean you had a perfect game. But as a golfer, you think that you should every shot should be a great shot. Like, why, why didn't that go in? You know, how did, how did I miss the fairway there? Like, all of these things. And the ball doesn't move. It's just right there. And it's just you. And I think that whole mentality of why, di- why didn't that do what I thought it was going to do? Or, oh, my gosh, you know, it didn't go in. Like, they, it just feels like, and you're out there by yourself. The camera's on you. You can't hide. You know, when you hit a bad shot, you can't hide. Like, there, there's a lot of people watching. And then you're going, oh, my God, did you? Justin Thomas in, I think, the Scottish Open almost missed a ball on the fairway. Almost missed it. And I, I watched and I went, God, that looked like he almost missed it. And then they, sh- they showed it and they go, he almost missed that. I go, yeah. Justin Thomas is one of the top 10 players in the world. And I went, oh, wow, okay. I don't feel so bad about the way I play. Yeah, Paul. Have you ever had like a, a beer or two and played better because you're relaxed? No. I mean, they call it uh, swing lube <laughs> where you'll have a beer, but I don't, I don't like the feeling. I'm not a day drinker. I don't, I don't like having a beer out there, even a cigar. I don't, I, I don't like it. It's just... Uh, just after a while, you're like, Ugh. yes, McLovin. On that topic, I heard this incredible podcast about how, have you ever heard the theory that a low level of alcohol relaxes you and helps you be creative or athletic? So I guess yeah. Steve Ballmer had invented something called the uh, Bomber Peak, where he had an IV of alcohol when he was coding going into his arm. So, so this was, is the Clippers owner. Yes. Yeah, so he was at like a, like a one beer level for a sustained period of time. To perform, but you know how you're good at pool with one beer, but you're bad at four beers. <laughs> yes. So yeah. it's called the bowling. Bom- bowling is the other one. Yeah, it's called the bomber peak, where you are relaxed at a certain level, which kind of makes sense. Hmm. You know the way we acted on Sports Center, people assumed that maybe we had something to drink, which I never did. Even if I was doing Sunday Night Sports Center and I had to go to a picnic during the day, never have anything to drink. But. I can understand where, and, and golfers will drink. Professional golfers will drink. There have been golfers that I know, two golfers that I know, that had something in their bag. And you would disguise it, but they would have something to calm them down. Yes, he, Steve Ballmer having an alcohol IV answers so many questions <laughs> for me now. Like, now it all makes perfect sense. Yeah. Seton, of course, does his Steve Ballmer impersonation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the... the the oddest dance moves. Who wouldn't move like that uh, if they were getting alcohol-fed intravenously? Yeah, I got a drip. <laughs> yeah, Paul. I, I went snowboarding with some bros, and I'm not that good of a snowboarder when I'm sober. And there's like one of those mid-mountain little bars. And I go, I'll have one. And then one turned into four. And then I had to put my snowboard back on and get down <laughs> this mountain. And I'm trying to be the cool guy, but my friends are really good at skiing and snowboarding. And I'm, a, I'm like a C- minus on a good day. 
And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I'm going down and things are falling out and things are going backwards. And I'm, I'm falling and there's like little kids going, Mr. You okay? Some little kid goes, Mr. You okay? I'm like, uh-huh. I'm okay. The uh, Balmer Peak, according to Urban Dictionary, is the theory that computer programmers obtain quasi-magical superhuman coding ability when they have a blood alcohol concentration percentage between point. 129 and 0.138. You will have five hours to find the elusive Balmer Peak and build the best, worst business possible. Yeah, McLovin. Right. Yeah, that's above the driving level, I believe. But, uh, you know, I wonder, though, you know, remember when Tom Brady took a nap before his first Super Bowl win? Like, some guys can relax in the big moments. I was not like that. Like, a lot of guys get nervous, so why not take a tranquilizer? Forget alcohol. Take something to help you in the, the big game. I knew uh, of a basketball player, uh, you know, big name basketball player. He threw up before every every uh, big game, every playoff game. Threw up. Just almost, you know, the nerves get to that point. And, and you'll see guys in the locker room prior to a Super Bowl. And, like, they they have to wait so long to get out there. And then they get out there like Brady famously would come out and he would run right to the end, the other end of the field. Let's go. Like he was, he was a madman. And you know, then you would see him later. He'd be, you know, calm as can be, but that, you know, I got to get out there. Yes. He, but yeah, Wayne Gretzky talks about how like heading into Stanley Cup finals are big, huge matches, even throughout his whole life. He, it, for some reason, all of the uh, attention and pressure uh, in those moments calmed him down. Where he was just like, okay, good. Now this is where I'm supposed to be. Well, some love it. Some can't wait for it. They're, Russell Wilson, he's talked about that too on yeah. our show. And Montana was like that. Joe, Joe just, like he couldn't wait to get in the zone is what they call it. You get in that moment and then you just, you, you soak it up, you absorb it. Dennis Eckersley talked about it uh, one time with me that he, he knew this is what I do so well and he couldn't wait for the moment. Yes, he that there's something about all of the hard work that you put in mm. to, to and the preparation is to find that exact moment. And so when you finally get there, it's like all of my work is paid off. I'm in this moment. This where all of this pressure is. This is what I've been working towards. And I finally got there. Yeah, Paul. I think you asked Montana once about would you rather have the lead or be behind with the ball? He goes, oh, I'd rather have the ball. He goes, Then I control it. He goes, standing on the sidelines, relying on others. That's when I would be upset and nervous. And with the, the success and the opportunities that I've had, you, you build to that moment when somebody says, how are you not nervous when you're on the field interviewing people in front of 100 million at the Super Bowl? You don't, you don't think about it. Like you're in the moment. You don't think, gosh, there's 100 million people here. Uh, don't screw up. You, you get up on that podium and then you realize, I got to be in the moment with six people up here. Not a uh, hundred million people, not 80,000 people in the stands. You're in the moment and then you prepared for that. So I, I understand that. Yes, Tom. But that in and of itself takes a lot of talent and concentration. Forget about your abilities to do an interview or anything like that, to be able to get your mind to a place where you're not thinking about that many people and that, you know, that I've worked all these years for this moment. That can paralyze some people just as much as you can be excited and relaxed about it. Yeah, and I've been around people who do get the moments too big for them uh, at the Olympics where it's just you and a couple people in a studio, but you're in the moment with those people 
not you can't think outside and everybody who's watching. You just it, it's hard to do. But once you get to that moment where you just go, OK, this is what I'm doing and you don't factor in everything outside extend extend extenuating circumstances there. We'll take a break uh, when we come back. Yeah, you didn't ask for it, but you're going to get it. Todd has a Tom Brady limerick on uh, Tom with his undisclosed injury. Yeah, that's coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches. Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. 
You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, oh. Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. If you have stuff to do, you can do it now. It's limerick time. Todd has... Way to sell it. Oh, my bad. Oh, this is on. Yeah, we're back. It'll be over quickly. Todd, are you ready with your limerick? I am. Uh, what rhymes with MCL? This this has to do with <laughs> Tom Brady, right? So you're automatically assuming MCL is the end line <laughs> word of one of okay, the Okay, here we go. Here is uh, Todd Fritz with his Tom Brady undisclosed injury limerick. Now, wait just a minute. What the hell? Tom Brady won number seven with a torn MCL? What about, full what about full disclosure? Now some awkward exposure. Now he's even more than a goat, right, Giselle? Okay. All right. I stumbled a little bit. It's there. okay. It's all right. Good content. That's all I want out of you. Good content. Get some phone calls in here. 877-3DP-SHOW. Uh, Jeff in Detroit joining us. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though? One time for chat row, two time for the back room, bros. Happy Meet Friday, Dan. Right. Uh, from... From the chat row family, uh, best wishes to Rich Eyes and get well soon. You know we love Rich. Now, first of all, if I heard you correctly, you said if you weren't married, you'll take your Traeger grill out. Then you say uh, you tell Bryson DeSambo, come get some Callaway clubs. Man, listen, product placement at its <laughs> best, baby. I tell you, I tell you. you. Welcome back, Friday Fritzy. And last of all, let's talk about this menu. Chili dogs with cheese? I mean, my God. Tater tots? You trying to have Officer Snacks come and raid your whole <laughs> compound, my dog. Have a good Friday, All brother. right, Jeff. Jeff, it's an open invitation that you let us know if you uh, want to drop by for uh, Meet Friday. More than welcome. Uh, one of my favorite uh, actresses uh, turns 58 today. Um. You probably only remember her for one scene, and it's a scene that you'll never forget. Just one scene. One movie, one scene. Paulie? I, I think I saw this. Can I guess? Rebecca De Mornay? No. Oh, that's a good one, though. I think yeah. she Great guess. also had a birthday recently. Um, McLovin? You know what name popped in my head? Because of one scene, Meg Ryan? No. For that scene in the deli. No, okay. no. See, I immediately went Sharon Stone. <laughs> no, no, yes, Polly. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates oh, turned 58 today. Yes. Well done. Moving in stereo. Smoking oh, hot. Boy. Yeah, yes. fast times at Ridgemont High. Iconic. Yep. Uh, Will Ferrell, 54 today. Yeah, uh, we should reach out. And, well, I'll just say happy birthday, Will. Uh, happy birthday. Yes, Polly. Phoebe Cates or Rebecca De Mornay? Oh, wow. here, here's oh. this song. Wow. <laughs> Judge Reinhold in the bathroom watching. You know how cute I always thought you were, Brad. Nice. Oh, You know who auditioned for that part? All of us at one time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Wow. <laughs> Some of us are still auditioning, yeah. Todd. <laughs> if Phoebe Cates walked in there right now, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> Family show. That's a great line. Great line. Wow. That's a great line. Oh, uh, that's a walk-off. I'll stick her. Uh, no, I said a walk-off. Oh. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, Phoebe <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Cates, though, man. Yeah. I li- she used to live in New York City, and, and she lived down the block from where I lived and uh, with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. We never saw her once, and believe me, we were, were hoping to. Okay, the person who auditioned for the role uh, that uh, Judge Reinhold had. In Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, he's been in the news. We brought his name up recently. Has a movie out now that got surprisingly good reviews. Seton O'Connor. And I think it's he's in the movie anyway, just not that part, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Yes, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage auditioned for that role. They said that he was too young. He was 16 at the time. Is he one of the sort of like stoner guys that hangs out with Spicoli? I think so. No, that's Anthony Edwards, Eric Stoltz, and uh, Spicoli is Sean Penn. Oh. Eric Stoltz is one of the stoners. I'm thinking of Anthony Edwards. Anthony right. Edwards oh, from ER. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, Nick Cage auditioned for that role. And then they said he was too young. Happy birthday to Phoebe Cates. And, and if, if Rebecca De Mornay in Risky Business is spectacular. I, I'm going to go Rebecca De Mornay because of the entire, like the movie is, is built around her. And she's so good in that role. Yes, Todd. And there's the hand that rocks the cradle, if you want to feel yeah, that one. If yeah. you're not sure if you're yeah. on the fence, yeah. that may push it over the You're top. right. Final hour coming up on this Meet Friday. More phone calls. Seton Pauly, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly. We're back with the final hour right after this. One more item, second hour, M-Drive. M-Drive, boost and burn. How did you feel when you woke up today? You sluggish, tired, mentally, physically? That's not normal. And that's why I want to tell you about M-Drive, boost and burn. This comes from great folks here, great products there. And M-Drive has something to get you ready for the day. And, you know, we all get older, right? And when you get older, you don't want to slow down. You want to fight back against the clock. M-Drive Boost and Burn. Boost energy, burn fat. And, you know, it's clinically tested. Clinically tested ingredients. And helps you build lean muscle, burn body fat, stay at the top of your game. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Or you'll find M-Drive Boost and Burn at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Join the community of driven guys who aren't ready to slow down. Go to mdrivedan.com. Try M-Drive Boost and Burn for yourself. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. 
brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE-quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, auto zone.